superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This, this, this is the Rich Eisen Show. The Jimmy G stuff. You've got to give it up to him. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Jimmy Garoppolo here on the Rich Eisen Show. Jimmy going to run for the end zone. Touchdown! You do good things on the field, good things will happen to yourself. Doesn't matter if it's pretty or ugly, wins a win. Today's guests, host of the Business of Sports podcast, Andrew Brandt, ESPN and HBO commentator, Bomani Jones. Plus, from Peacock's True Story with Ed and Randall, actor Ed Helms. And now, it's Rich Yes, Eisen. yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for another edition of the Rich Eisen Show. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Let's have a conversation about what's on your mind anytime, anywhere, right here on Peacock, Sirius XM Channel 85, which is NBC Sports Audio, this Rich Eisen Show. Terrestrial radio affiliates smart enough to have us. We also say hello to anybody who's streaming us in their ear gates on Odyssey. And then later on, whenever you want to listen to us on our podcast, on the Cumulus Podcast Network, we say hello to our, our podcast listeners because we care. <laughs> Good to see you over there, Chris Brockman. How are I, I, you? I'm great. I also care a lot. That's the we. That wasn't the royal we. I meant yeah, no, we. we. No, we. Collectively. Yes. Yeah, collectively. Yeah, and, and, and includes uh, Del Tufo, even though he's not here again. Good to see you, Jay Felly. How <laughs> no are you, man? Good to see you. TJ Jefferson no uh, lighting the candle and still roped candle. off. You know, I care. How are you going to rope off your, your, your corner? I care, Rich, but only to a point. Uh, I, I probably will keep this rope up. <laughs> for the week, at least? No, for the remainder of the football playoffs. This is like a football okay. thing. And then if it's well-received right. on social, maybe I'll keep it up forever. I don't okay. Know. Well, uh, this is going to be fun because uh, <laughs> later on the show, later on the show, I'll, I'll let you know who's going to join us tomorrow to uh, talk about this very subject matter and I more. A, I have a feeling. Okay, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial on the program. So uh, I, I've been at this a, a while. I'm fortunate enough to say 18 years NFL Network. This is my 19th NFL Congrats, season. Rich. Hell hey. of a career. Thank you, sir. No, I'm still going. Oh, okay. uh, I, I, I didn't know because like, a lot of retirement talk have, in the news. Right. This week, I, I know that. Know what I, mean? I know that. usually starts, Chris. I know no, that, including a certain like, Michigan man. Yeah, so. Tuesday of, of, of the week between uh, divisional um, Sunday and championship Sunday. Um, usually right around now is when things begin to fade but championship Sunday can wait for a minute because not only was the action on divisional weekend so insane, I have never gotten a number of texts or emails from friends or tweets uh, about how terrific um, this weekend just was. I've never had the avalanche 
uh, a total bonanza uh, of people saying to me, "This is the greatest weekend ever." And you're not talking the cart right? No, I'm. I, I'm. I'm telling it. It was so off the charts. I even emailed uh, the commissioner, Roger Goodell, to oh. let him know I have received all of these yeah. uh, um, uh, kudos. And I'm taking full credit for all of them. <laughs> and there will be a PowerPoint presentation at the upcoming uh, uh, annual meeting on the actual correlation between me and how good this past weekend was. Wow, man. You think I'm joking. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm pretty positive that you emailed Roger. Yes. What did he say back? Uh, I, 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 he didn't? I, you know what? That's between me and the commissioner. <laughs> okay. Return to Senga. But Fair. on top of it, on top of it, on top of the action that, that happened, both Brady and Rogers are out. This is the first championship weekend to not feature one of the two quarterbacks since 2009. <laughs> that, that, that just That's a long time. That's the last time a championship Sunday did not have the name Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers as one of the final four quarterbacks. So now cue up the annual conversation about Brady and after last offseason, the same thing about Rodgers, which is are, are you done for Brady and are you done with Green Bay for Rodgers, or are you done at all, period, too? Do we not only lose both 12s from Championship Sunday this year for the first time in 12 years, do we just lose them entirely from the NFL? Let's take them one at a time. Tom Brady. You know, he has talked about his family a lot after football seasons, and what he is what he said from the podium after losing Sunday, he has said before, but we're taking this in a different way now because the guy's 44. He's got one more year left on his contract. He'll be 45 years old. So anytime he talks about this, we're going to listen. We heard what he said on Sunday, and we got what I believe will be the last comment we hear from him on the subject until we hear one way or the other on his podcast that he does every single week uh, with Larry Fitzgerald and Jim Gray. Let's go. Let's go. To the soundbite. Football is extremely important in my life, and it means a lot to me, and I care a lot about what we're trying to accomplish as a team, and I care a lot about my teammates. And the biggest difference now that I'm older is I have kids now too, you know, and I care about them a lot as well. And, uh, you know, they've been my biggest supporters. My wife is my biggest supporter. You know, it pains her to see me get hit out there and, um, you know, she deserves what she needs from me as a husband. And my kids deserve what they need from me as a dad. You know, I said this a few years ago. It's, you know, it's, a, it's what relationships are all about. It's not always what I want. It's what we want as a family. And, uh, you know, I'm going to spend a lot of time with them and, and then, uh, you know, figure out in the future what's, what's next. I'd rather play and lose than not play at all, you know, and, um, you know, as much as a losing hurts, it's much more enjoyable for me to be in the arena than not in the arena. Okay. So let's take it one at a time. Wow. Okay. What he just said about being a father. Tom, you are not coming for best dad ever. Okay? Wow. You are not coming for this sign on my desk that's been here for three years running. Goodness gracious. How much more do you need? How many yachts can you water ski behind? Leave something for others. Wow. Now then.
Yeah, I guess I should have. As for the football, that last part, man, yeah. kind of feeds into what we were talking about yesterday about would you rather get blown out if your team's going to lose? Would you rather get blown out or have your heart ripped out? You know? We talked about that yesterday with all four games coming down to the very end. So he's like, I'd rather play and lose than not play at all. I'd rather be in the arena than not, which is my version was last show. I'd rather it's even better to have loved and lost than not have loved at all. We're Michigan men. We're lockstep on that. That means he's not going to step away if the football side of things wins over. The family side of things is very important, as well it should be. And as I said yesterday, too, if my daughter asks for something, I know she's already asked her mother for it. She's looking for the answer she wants. Last line of defense. (laughs) To be very honest with you. I see through it, and she sees straight through me. And if Brady's daughter says, Dad, no, the answer's going to be no. Well, Rich, she, she told him not to throw that trophy off the I boat. I know he threw that. It anyway, he did. Well, so. he was also, he's also not going to make this decision infused on avocado vodka <laughs> or tequila or whatever it was. You know? I would think that. So, uh, honestly... That's what it's going to come down to. And I'll you know, shoot you straight. I'm, Tom, I'm, I'm not ready for you to walk away. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm just not. I'm not ready for it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not ready for. I don't know. Like it. I, I, I don't think he's going to do it. And if he does it, I would be so shocked. I would be so surprised. Because he's so <laughs> Good. That throw to Mike Evans. Could you imagine if he had his full offensive line in front of him against that marauding line's uh, defensive line for the Rams? You gave him what? He gave him some time. Honestly, that throw to Mike Evans over Jalen Ramsey is all you need to know. He's a 44-year-old man going up top for 50-some-odd yards in a playoff game. He still got it. It's just not a question. The question is, does he still want it? And will his family say that's enough? That's the only thing, I think, from preventing him from coming back. Is the dad no. It's the dad no. And I, I'm, I'm not ready for it. Could you imagine there's what, Blaine Gabbert's the starting quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers next year because Brady's now up in the suite as the emeritus waving to everybody, thanks for the memories. Well, I don't not, see he's that. He's not doing that. Well, he's got, of course he would take some, if the Bucks ask and he wants to do it, you don't think he would want some sort of like waving around and just say thanks for everything and they put him in a ring of honor? And I think when he's gone, he's gone. We're not going to see Brady hanging around. He's not going to be a GM. He's not going to try to be an no, owner. I just I think just going to the game with his... With his uh, I doubt it. It's just, it's so tough to even envision what what. Are the Bucks going to put Brady like. in the ring of honor? Wouldn't they? Wouldn't you? I don't know. Wouldn't you? If you're the Glazers, <laughs> you would Stop it. You would Stop it. 
You wouldn't? You know who would gladly welcome him in the Ring of Honor? Every buck that's currently up there right now. Come on, stop. I know, but... You wouldn't? I don't know, man. By two years. Yeah. yeah. But you you said a few months ago how he already has like all the Bucks passing records pretty much and everything. And he won them a you know a Super, Super Bowl. Bowl and first division so, title, yeah. by the way. Man, I'm not saying he wasn't relevant in the last two years, but like and so you, <laughs> do you know how much gear got probably sold in the last two years, the last twenty four months? So, so you, you think say, you think the Bucks would not honor him? Forevermore. His no, name there forever. I honestly think they should give him part ownership. He's made oh. their made them so much money i just can't it, well, I, I cannot I, I have a better yeah i'd like i cannot idea. fathom but you know one thing he definitely wouldn't want either is a farewell tour well, he said it too he yeah he's he's it. not up for that yeah. he's he doesn't want to get the gifts at the each rocking spot chairs yeah, the rocking the, chairs you know all that dumb crap that they did yeah the jeter stuff that you made that fun stuff. of jeter and you made fun of mariano rivera until ortiz did it they gave jeter <laughs> a surfboard in anaheim like how dumb is that you know, <laughs> he was all over Jeter. Do you think Derek Jeter's poser. ever been surfing? Mariano's a poser, and then Ortiz does it. Don't go, Ortiz. Don't go, David. Or look at Ortiz. Are we going to do this right now? No, but, no, no. Don't uh, get him sorry, because he loves way, no, no, no. Ortiz, and, man. And, and we're, this sets up the show in a way. This sets up the show. Um, again, so just to put a button on it, uh, I, 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 I can't fathom Brady actually stepping away. I, I. I kind of don't want to even co- comprehend a, a, an NFL world without him. Obviously, it's going to happen. I just don't think this is the way it's going to end, and he's still so damn good, and he wants to keep doing it at 45, and there's a possibility he wins it again. But if his kids say no, then that might be a wrap. And then in terms of Ortiz, we best hear his name for the uh, Baseball Hall of Fame today. Cause, I'm going to lose it. I mean, the guy, the guy is a first ballot Hall of Famer, as surefire as they come. And, you know, I know he had, like, what, some sort of – what steroid question mark for uh, around him at the early part of his career when Manny Ramirez was around there and all that sort well, of craziness. In 2003, Major League Baseball tested anonymously. Yes. And allegedly, Ortiz tested positive. However, the commissioner has come out and said, you know, that some of those results were not valid. Dude. And it was leaked to the New York Times. Should have never been taken out. However, Barry Bonds, not did not test positive among those. So, you know, take that result for what it's worth. Look, David Ortiz is as surefire a baseball Hall of Famer as there has ever been. And I was on the uh, receiving end of a lot of his uh, big moments. And that dirty water got dirtier every single time that that guy took a swing. And again, what he did after the marathon bombing, I mean, what he meant to the town, I mean, all of it. All of it. However you want to, whatever metric you want to use, we better hear that name later on. Now, uh, it's today is when the Baseball Hall of Fame um, makes their announcement. And it's possible Bonds and Clemens gets in, too, because this is their last shots at it. Last shot. Barry Bonds is the best I've ever seen. All right. Well, we're going to have time to, to, to go down this road. Trust me, we've got the real estate yeah, on. I just felt like throwing it 844-204-RICH <laughs> is the number to dial. As for Aaron Rodgers <clears throat> and what his future is, um... And whether or not he is going to stay, he's going to go, he's going to retire. Obviously, those are the three choices. Uh, The concept is if he stays, the cap ramifications make it so difficult to actually field a team for him, similar to what we've just seen. And then what happens with Jordan Love? 
he sat three years. Will Jordan Love sit three years? Will the will the Packers countenance that because he does have one year left on his deal, and and that one year left on his deal, if he goes through it, then guess what? He gets the Brady choice. He gets to go wherever he wants to go. Does he come back? And if he announces right now, hey, I'm coming back, do the Packers kind of go, well, hold on a second. <laughs> and if he says, yeah, I want out, how does that work? When does that work? What signs should we look for? That's what we're going to hit with Andrew Brandt, the longtime executive of the Green Bay Packers, who was the capologist and was there for the Favre to Rogers transition. Also on this show, what about Rogers' legacy questions? And what about Sean Payton is also in the ether of is he coming, is he going, is he staying, is he retiring? Bomani Jones will hit that in hour number two of the podcaster along with ESPN and future host on HBO. He will join us in hour number two. And Ed Helms, who's got a very funny new show um, on Peacock, along with Randall Park, called True Story with Ed and Randall, in which Ed and Randall sit and hear a true story from a guest that they've never heard of before, react to it, and then have a reenactment. And their first guest on this show apparently told a story about sneaking into every single home game for the Pittsburgh Steelers in the 1978 season. <laughs> And that included getting to the Super Bowl and into their locker room. Holy cow. That is an hour number three. Don't miss it. Your phone calls throughout 844-204-RICH number to dial. When we come back, the Aaron Rodgers question here on the Rich Eisen Show with Andrew Brandt, the MMQB columnist, business of sports podcast host, and more. Don't go anywhere. We'll make you smarter on that front when we come back. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me... I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com.
This is the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, here on the Rich Eisen Show. Okay, so we talked about Brady's retirement, or at least I did. Now let's get into the Aaron Rodgers possibilities uh, now that he is out of the playoffs after the Packers got one and done after all of what we heard from both sides throughout the draft season and throughout the um, entire offseason. Now they're one and done, and we're seemingly back to square one. Is he going to stay? Is he going to go? Does he want to stay? Does he want to go? And for all of that, as a man who talks about it on the Business of Sports podcast on Sports Illustrated and also a professor um, at Villanova on these subjects and more, writes for the MMQB, longtime executive of the Green Bay Packers and capologist back in the day. Andrew Brandt back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Andrew? Doing well, my friend. Good to be with you as always. Same here. Okay, so lay out for me what you think is playing out in Green Bay right now, Andrew. Take you back a little bit because I did think there was no credence to 2021 Aaron Rodgers not being in Green Bay. Mm -hmm. He was not going to retire. The Packers were not going to trade him. The Packers weren't ready to promote Jordan Love, and they wanted Aaron Rodgers' MVP abilities while he keeps the seat warm for the future. And I think what drove some of his unsatisfaction last year in the offseason was he wanted to know the plan. Like, are we moving on to Love next year? What's the plan? How are we going to do this? If we're moving on, why not do it now? All those kind of things. Now we get to the end of 2021, and we're in that 2022 phase Rich, I've always thought since draft day 2020, when they picked Jordan Love, that this would be the transition. I know Aaron sat for three years. I know that's what Jordan Love could do as well. But I just felt like two years. And in this day and age, first-round quarterbacks hardly even sit three games, let alone three years. So I just think, and I'm not going to change my mind, I think this has been the Packers' plan for two years to move to love in 2022 you combine that with the fact that aaron's been very reflective and had some issues with the team last year i know some of that's been cleaned up but i just think you know i think it's time i think both sides are going to part with each other i don't know if that's retirement or trade we can talk more about that but i just think this is moving a different direction so i i guess you know, I, I I hear all of that, but mm-hmm. Rogers keeps getting better, and I know that the results got worse with Rogers getting better this year. That they didn't even make the NFC Championship game this time around. Um, but I, I I think you know all of that can be thrown together with circumstance and a red hot team that came in to one and done them, as opposed to this roster yeah. can't work. So. Let's walk through just at least this part. Rodgers returns. What's the cap looking like right now? Let's just say Rodgers says, you know what? I have reflected. You know what? You know, I I can stay here longer than any Green Bay quarterback ever has. I love Devontae. I love my home. I love my golf club. You know, whatever. And he decides, you know, after all of this, I do want to come back. And they sit there and decide, well, you know, Aaron sat for three years. Jordan can, too. Walk me through what that looks like first before we move on and turn the well, page. Well, you're talking to the guy who managed the cap yes, in sir. Green Bay for 10 years. I know. And, and they're a very well-managed cap, at least as far as I've known, before me, after me. 
I just think that, let's be real, cap problems are sometimes put out there for reasons. And you have a coach that handles the team. You have a general manager that handles the draft and bringing in talent. And you have a cap manager that handles that. And the good teams get those things done. I just think, listen, the Packers are a draft and develop team. They have probably half their roster on rookie contracts. I don't, I think there are ways to manage the cap for the Green Bay Packers that people are all up in arms. Like, what are they going to do? They'll get it done if they want. The bigger issue, as you said, Rick, Rich, and you're talking to a charter member of the Aaron Rodgers fan club. He's playing great. He's the MVP again, two years in a row. I just think the Packers have to decide what you're suggesting does turn out to be a lame duck situation again. So I just think they have to decide now it's not going to be three years till love. It's going to be maybe four years till love because what's in it for Aaron, right? What's in it for Aaron to be the lame duck in 2022. And, Maybe this was the lame duck year. We'll find out soon. But I just think the Packers have to can't have their cake and eat it too anymore. They have to make a commitment to Aaron that binds him to the team, I think, more than 2022, or they have to move to love. That's just my feeling. Mm-hmm. And so when you say that cap can be worked out, the whole conversation of uh, Adams and Rogers and, you know, whatever else they may have put on the credit card, um, mm-hmm. that, that you're not concerned about that. You think that I think there's can... probably, to quote a phrase, there's some fat on the roster mm-hmm. that they could trim. There's a franchise tag in play for Adams. There's If Rodgers stays, everyone knows what you can do with these big contracts. Bonus out the salary, push out the money. Mm. The Packers, as I know so well, have been reticent to do a lot of push out, but this would be a situation that would warrant that. Andrew Brandt, former NFL executive with the Packers, and as you pointed out, a longtime uh, uh, capologist for Green Bay right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Okay, so now you you mentioned the other options for Aaron Rodgers. You mentioned the retirement word. I, I you really think he would retire? I mean, I, I, honestly, you know, Jeopardy's not a not a, a possibility. I mean, he doesn't have the the uh, you know um, production companies that Brady has. Right? I mean. I mean, obviously, he can find whatever he wants to do, but he's playing. He's not even 40 yet, and we just saw Brady do what he did at 44. So, you yeah, really think I get it, Rich. I just think, you know, if you've listened to him the past year, and I know everyone will jump on a lot of the things he said. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just the reflective nature that he's been talking about these past few weeks and months. And even in his comments the other day after the game, it seemed less about whether I want to be with the Packers as opposed to a new team as to whether I want to keep playing. And listen, I get it. He's at the top of his game. And why wouldn't he, why wouldn't he not want to keep playing? Of course, everybody would want to keep playing at the top of the game, top of the league. But I just sense a zen about him. I haven't talked to him. I don't know this. I just sense this kind of serene nature like, savoring every moment, savoring walking out of Lambeau, savoring this, that this is an option, that this is on the table. So, And when the Packers say we want him back, I don't think they're saying we're not going to trade him. I think they're saying we hope he comes back, like comes back. So 
these are all things in play, and we're going to find out hopefully pretty soon. Okay, so let's just say there there is a parting of the ways. Let's make people smarter of what to look for and how it's going to work and what the mechanics are of something like that. What what you happens? Mean trade or retirement? Trade. Honestly, well, I, I, honestly, I, I don't think he's retiring. The guy's too damn good. He's too damn good, and I think he does like, you know, you, you mentioned you said, you know, you're not talking about what quote-unquote other stuff. I, I, It looks like he clearly does relish having platforms to say whatever's on his mind, um, you know, even though uh, he's not being fact-checked in real time a lot, you know. Right. So I think he enjoys everything that's going on right now. And he's so damn good. Like, he, he he's so good. And you saw what well, Brady was able to do, and he could choose the Peyton Manning option, you know, um, so to, to, to ride off into the sunset. I mean, so how, how does a trade work? What do you think? Well, the best, the best thing the Packers did in getting him back last year was they gave him an out, and I thought maybe to get him back they'd have to give him an out in 2022, mm-hmm. meaning he'd be free to sign anywhere Packers get nothing. They gave him an out in 2023, which means they can trade him this year and get a bounty. So if that's the move, you know, you've just said it, how good he is. I don't know if there's been a bigger trade in terms of compensation back, but you can look at this like, oh, my God, the Packers played this immensely well. They got two years of MVP play, and now look what they're getting. And as to what they're getting – yeah, just throw it all in there, right? Like a couple to two to three ones, uh, good young players in the mix. I mean, how many teams are going to be bidding for Aaron Rodgers? But doesn't, bidding creates leverage, and leverage creates good packages. What about? But doesn't Aaron have to also be part of where where he winds up, right? And yeah. I mean, so and that was part of the language. It was soft language, not written. Right. When he came back, he got the out in 2023, and this loose language about you know being part of the team part of the decision in 2022 and then people can start connecting the dots if nathaniel hackett gets the denver job i mean these are all speculation of course but there are things out there yeah so okay How, how does it work they sit down and decide this is you know where Rogers says i'm not coming back because the packers did say you know i mean you heard what matt lafleur said he said that he thinks it's going to be different this offseason around because the communication's terrific. Rodgers essentially said, I'll, I'll make this decision before free agency. You know, whereas last year it was so open-ended, it went all the way to the minute training camp uh, hit. Right. So, you know, how, how crystal ball it for me, you know? Did you think that this is it for, that they're going to have to, you know, part ways, that you think that this has always been the plan for Green Bay, which Rogers saw coming, you know, the minute he was having his drink on draft night in 2020 and 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 found uh, found it uh, within himself to stay put for two years where he, he could feel comfortable doing it. So walk me through how this does work, what the mechanics are if they do, in fact, part ways and he wants to keep playing as he as he should. What do you think? Well, Matt LaFleur said he had a long conversation yesterday or Monday, mm-hmm. and I really would love to be a fly on the wall because if I'm if I'm representing Aaron, yeah, I'm saying what's the plan now? Well, we want Aaron back. When? Like for how long? You want to lame that? When do you want to go to Jordan? Well, you know, because they don't want to answer that question, and 
I think Aaron's got to know the plan, and this puts a lot of pressure on the Packers. You know, forget cap. We'll work on the cap. Right. We're going to commit to you more than 2022. I mean, again, taking away the retirement question, if that's the case, I can see him staying. But if the case is, hey, we got to go to Jordan, and you waited three years, let's just, you know, well, let's just play this year out. I don't know if Aaron Rodgers wants that. So the, then the decision is, all right, let's find a home. And if we get to that, then Aaron's very involved. And what about Denver? And what about this team? And what about that team? Do the right thing by Aaron. Get the best package. You know, all those things come into play. But I continue to get back to the question is, and this was the question a year ago, <laughs> you take a first-round quarterback, he's going to play. He's not going to be flipped. He's not going to back up forever. He's going to play. Hell, even Johnny Menzel played. So <laughs> when is Jordan Love going to play? I dealt with this for three years, 15 years ago, <laughs> where Aaron's camp was saying, is he ever going to play? And Brett's camp was saying, I don't like coming to work every day and sitting with my replacement. <laughs> so this is a lot to manage, and the Packers have to decide how much they want to go through this. Isn't also, you know, back you mentioned Andrew Brandt, a uh, longtime executive in the league with the Packers here in the Rich Eisen Show. You mentioned the two camps back in the day, Favre's camp and yeah. Rogers camp. Aren't they the same camp now? Aren't they both quarterbacks represented by the same agent, our friend David Dunn? Isn't that the case? Actually, they are. Yes, so, they I, are. I mean, this is that, wild, that man. complicated. Well, but Aaron's, as you know, as people know, Aaron's got CAA very involved with his camp as well. Mm-hmm even though David has been doing the contract. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there are a lot of parties involved. <laughs> What's Gutekunst thinking right now, do you think? You know, I keep going to that image, Rich. April, you know, the, the pandemic draft, everyone's in their home and basement with their kids. Uh, I keep going to that image of a smiling Brian, Brian Gutekunst and a smiling Matt LaFleur. They traded up for Jordan Love. I get it. You you got the best player in the league on your team. But what's the plan there? I don't think they want to waste that draft pick. I don't. I know Gutekunst comes from the Ted Thompson disciple of, you know, live and die by your draft picks. So I think it's just fascinating that we have these two forces right now. And, if again, I keep getting back to my premise. Aaron's got to know the plan. And the plan is all in on Aaron? Great. The plan is let's just run it back a year and then Jordan. I don't know if he wants that. Doesn't he get the Brady out if that happens? You know, because we mentioned the, the, you know, we mentioned you just, I guess, to bring this all full circle. We mentioned the, you know, at least I did the Peyton Manning plan, right? Which is, you know, go to Denver and ride off into the sunset with your championship there. Um, But the Brady plan is you get to go wherever you want. So wouldn't he get to do that if he stays one more year? Right. 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 I mean, that, and that's the contract. But I get back to the loose language about 2022. Right. Does he want that? Does he want, you know, again, to wait a, a year to do that when he can do it now, I think, if he tells them that's what he wants to do and they can move to love, which getting back to our start, yep. that I think was the plan in 2020 to begin with. Okay. So then crystal ball it for me best you can. Trust me, we'll have you back. We'll check your work. What do you think? <sighs> I think he's traded. 
Okay. And that happens with, when? Right around with, whenever, with, and then it becomes official Mar- middle of March, right? Correct. And I think okay. he's a big part of the, the, the decision and where it goes. I, I think it's a mutual decision to move on from Aaron. Yes. Well, everybody, uh, go listen to the Business of Sports podcast because you talk about all this stuff even more in depth this week. And uh, we'll have you back on, Andrew. Thanks for the time. Always a pleasure, Rich. You got it. At Andrew Brent on Twitter. I follow him. You should as well right here on The Rich Eisen Show. This is fascinating to me. This is such a fascinating story because it involves one of the best players of all time playing at the top of his game and an organization that's won 13 games three straight years saying we will go ahead and start somebody new and bring ourselves back to the NFC North Pack. You're assuming we have to assume it's not a 13-win season for Jordan Love. Can be. Of course it can be. He can suddenly blossom right before our very eyes and take off and the rest of the team is still there and intact and happy and ready to roll. Um, but for that to happen, for that to happen, somebody's got to make the move first. Matt LaFleur, rightfully so. After the game's over, he's like, you know, hey, of course we want Aaron back. He means, you know, I wouldn't want to think about this place without him. He He means so much to this place. Everything revolves around him. You heard A.J. Dillon talking about how Rodgers helps him out with X, Y, and Z, and Aaron Jones said the same thing. They revere this guy. I'm sure everybody else around there, Aaron's in the building, guys. He's here. They take their cues from him. I'm sure the whole world revolves around him. So he's gone because you want to start Jordan Love because you got to. Who makes that move first? Who tells Aaron we're, we are done here? If he sits there and comes out first, though, and says, I want to stay, that kind of puts the Packers in a situation if they are twitching in the direction of wanting to see what Jordan Love is, and that's always been part of their plan. Doesn't that put them behind the eight ball? A little bit? Is it possible all of this stuff gets played out in quiet and that one day we find out Aaron Rodgers is a fill-in-the-blank? There's a press conference in Denver. He's a Bronco. He's a Titan. He's a this. He's a that. He's a Dolphin. He's a Steeler. He's a Brown. Is that the way this goes? Because that's not the way it usually plays out in this world. It's fascinating to me. Rogers is going to have to decide first, I imagine. And what if he shows up to the meeting to the Zoom like, yeah, I'm back. And Gutekunst and Mark Murphy and everyone else are like, yeah, well, I hate to break it to you, but we came here to tell you we're, we're out. Then what? Exactly like Favre. It's so eerie, the similarities. Well, Favre said he was out. And then he said, I'm back. And they're like, we've moved on. That's what happened. I, I mean, I get it, but. That's what happened after years of, is he coming back or not? Yeah. And then they ago. ran it back, and then he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm out. And they're like, no, I, I, I want to stay. And why aren't they falling over themselves to keep me here? Right. Well, no. For, for who? For the kid? Right. Who turned out to be... <laughs> amazing. <laughs> <laughs> really good. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. In the amazing department. So how does it play out? 
You suss it out. You sense it. You figure it out. Do you write it down on a piece of paper and you flip it over at the same time? <laughs> you go first. You go first. You go first. All right. Here we go. In three, two, one. Stay. Now. Gone. Go. There's those notes you pass in junior high. Do you I don't like know. me? Yes. Like, no. What are the, maybe. I'm fascinated by the mechanics and how it won't leak out. Oh, it's definitely going to get leaked. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. Your phone calls when we come back. And also, um, the uh, latest example, the latest instance of how Josh Allen has elevated himself to elite plus status in the quarterback department. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Back here, 844-204-RICH. Number to dial. Let's take some phone calls. Jackson and Wyoming, you're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Jackson? Hey, Rich. Um, So, I just want to talk to you about the Bills game that happened over this weekend. Okay. Um, First, I want to ask you, how do you think that they could have improved in their defense mm-hmm. and offense. Okay. Uh, first, I've got a question for you, if you don't mind. Yeah. How old are you? I am 11. Okay, very good. You are 11 years old. So uh, I would have, first of all, uh, it's interestingly enough, it's not just the offense, it's the defense. It's the choice that they made to kick a deep, Jackson, after yeah. scoring with 13 seconds to go that they made a decision to not squib it, not hit it on the ground and force Kansas City to return it. And therefore, it would have given Mahomes feasibly one snap of the football to get it into field goal range, albeit maybe with better field position than the 25. Um, But uh, that was a huge mistake, a huge mistake, because that gave Mahomes two bites at the apple to get – Harrison Butker into field goal range. Offensively, I don't think you could play any better than that they played it. Um, and and Jackson, I'm a 52 year old man. Okay, I'm 52. Yeah. So, um, 
I've been waiting 52 years to see a quarterback for my team play a game like you saw as an 11-year-old. You are so lucky that Josh Allen is your favorite quarterback, I imagine. Right, Jackson? Yeah, and I also – so um, last week – it might have been last week, last week or two weeks ago, um, mm-hmm. Dusty from Pennsylvania called you. Okay. Yeah, he's my dad. Hey! We, okay. All right. We, we always watch you. Oh, and, um, isn't that wonderful? That's great to hear. I'm also a really big fan of the 49ers. And um, so Josh Allen came to college here in Wyoming. So that's one big reason that we're really big Bills fans. And then, um, like, the Niners. Mm-hmm. I got that from my dad. But um, Okay. Well, I'm really into, like, sports cards and stuff like that. So I got, like, a whole lot of baseball and um, I love Gary it. Rice cards especially. This is so great. But you are so lucky that you're a fan of Josh Allen and then your dad's a 49er fan and you've got one team in the NFC Championship game and Josh Allen is so good. Again, not to, you know, let you know uh, that <sighs> – Life will sometimes give you lemons as opposed to the lemonade you're drinking from right now, Jackson. But you are yeah. so lucky to have this uh, happen to you right now. And, and, and I appreciate you calling in to share it. Will you call, will you call the show back, please? Uh, yeah. Excellent. Hey, Jackson, this, this is TJ. Can I just share something with you real quick? You have two yeah, favorite teams. Cowboys lost to 49ers. Yeah. Jackson. Are you really about to do this? I'm about to give him some <laughs> what life you're lessons. you about to do. You don't know what I'm about to do yet. Let me say, talk oh, no. to my man Jackson, who's 11. Jackson, you have two favorite football teams, right? Yeah. Okay, so when you get older, there are going to be people who are going to try to like talk bad about you and say that you can't have two favorites. And they're going to tell you everything. Don't listen to them. If those are your two favorites, man, you stick with those two. You, you picked them up when you were a little kid. And don't ever let anyone tell you you can't have two favorite teams. And, man. you know, Jackson, right? when you grow you keep up, rooting for them. when you grow up, you're also going to find out that there are adults who have their own problems who use 11 year olds <laughs> as a way to passive aggressively talk to their friends. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. You're, you're actually you're actually today years old. For he, that. He, he understands what My that bad. Meant. Yeah. All right, Jackson. Thank you for the call. Call back, yeah. okay? Thank you. See you, buddy. <laughs> How dare you? See, there is another, another question of Rich Eisen taking something that was meant to be innocent and now flipping it into something weird. Like, I'm telling the kid that at some point, people are probably going to try to tell you you can't have two favorite teams. Don't listen to him. That's all I said to the kid. But he's yeah. 11. Yeah. yeah, he's 11. You're a grown man. But it don't matter. How old do you think I was when I start liking these teams? Yeah, but then you grow out of it. Right. Yeah, and that's my point, Richard. Sure. You evolve. You evolve. Yeah, but that's the point. People like you who tell him he can't have them, I'm telling him don't listen to them. Did I say he can't have them? Did I tell the 11 year old I can't? You're telling me I can't. Again. And then you put your. Classic case of you taking something meant to be innocent and fun and flipping it into something that it completely wasn't meant to be. No, I'm Team Rich on this. Of course you would be. Thank you. No, what do you mean? Of course. I always have your back. No, that's not exactly true. Not when it comes to teams. No, it's not exactly true true but okay whatever wow. just let's walk through this just a little bit here <laughs> walk through it like again you know it, now you you know me for a long time okay wow. how delighted i am i when i hear a voice like that calling into the show i think we all were extremely. delighted extremely. delighted 11 year old boy 
who's a big Josh Allen fan because he's in Wyoming and he talks about Dusty in Pennsylvania as his dad. And I don't think he has two favorite teams. He likes he's Josh a, His dad's Allen. a 49er and he's a Josh Allen fan. Yeah, so he's he's not like a the Bills, Bills fan. and he likes the Niners. Right. So later on in life, if he's like, I love the Bills and I love the Niners, and people are like, how do you love the Bills? You're from Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Well, Wyoming, I get it. But fine, but be that as it may, and then we're making fun of you for having multiple teams. Okay, uh, okay, okay. And right. I, we, we do that. Yeah, and what fine. I tried to share with him was some was a quick piece of life lesson. Like you have these two teams, love them. Don't ever let someone tell you you can't like both of them. That's all I was trying to tell him. And again, you flipped it in the. Me saying or me passively aggressively talking coming to at you. Us I, won't, an I won't be passive aggressive talking to you. I'll be very aggressive and I'll address you both. But I wasn't. I was trying to talk to him and be like, "Look, that's cool that you have two teams. Don't ever let anybody tell you you can't like more than one team." That was it. Well, it's cool that he has two teams because he's eleven. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so when he's twenty-five, he still won't like the both of them. Let's, let's call up Jackson again, and we'll do a math. We'll do a math question. We'll do a math question. If you're eleven, and TJ, how old are you now, TJ? It's not the point. Again, so you were even talking about it. You, it. No, it's just like again, and you, TJ you, and TJ. You are the king of taking something and, and, TJ and, and making is, a mount, Rich making a mountain out of a molehill. You're eleven. Eisen. TJ is forty-four. We could have let this. We could how have let this go like ten minutes ago. But TJ. we're gonna. Keep going. He won't be able to answer that. Just like he's 11, doesn't know what passive-aggressive means. My son son who's 10 would get that right. I'm sure Jackson's school out there in Wyoming is very, very good at teaching uh, math and life lessons that perhaps he just learned. He sounded smarter than me, so I'm sure he can do it. Yeah. Well, we've seen some of your body art. You know, you've made bad decisions. (laughs) That's fair. Bomani Jones in hour number two. Bomani Jones in hour number two. Great job, guys. Sorry, sorry, Jay. Great job, guys. It's okay. It was a very nice moment and it had to be ruined. <laughs>